Hello everybody, this is Danny from Uniquely Us Podcast, and I have a guest, Anna Markin. Is that correct? How you pronounce okay. Yes. So, um, we know each other technically through Brian Boyce, the Cow Tipping Press, and again, Cow Tipping Press is not tipping cows, it is uh, creative writing, um, uh, I guess program with that helps people that have disabilities be creative and voice out their uh their creative writing skills so i have anna markin on here she has been an apprentice this year i believe right yep my last year nice so okay so here we go um basically first of all what is your name my name is Anna Markin. And you're, you said you're from Iowa, correct? Yep, I'm originally from Iowa. Awesome. So what do you do Born for a living? Um, right now, I work at Walmart. Ooh. I, um, I bring in carts. Nice. And which and Walmart are you at? Um, Wasika Walmart. Wasika, okay. Yeah, I know. Um, I have two friends that work there too. So Christina Yacaldo works in the West St. Paul one, and then my brother um, Jason, uh, he works at the Bur- uh, Bloomington Walmart. So yeah, it's a nice place to work. Very cool. Oh yeah, I like working there. Okay, so if you don't mind me asking, what is your disability? Um, I have ADHD. Okay. Um, and I'm also mentally challenged. All right, all right. Yeah, I I myself have autism, so um, I know how that is. And I was first originally diagnosed with ADHD and OCD. And so when I was diagnosed with that, um, I got later diagnosed with ASD or autism. So, yeah, it's it was very hard for me in school. Let's just say that, very hard. Oh, yeah. All right, so... What got you into uh, being, uh, uh, what what did your disability have an effect with you in, like, the work world and in school? Like, did your disability ever affect you when you were working or uh, in in school or something? Like, just a background on your disability and how you've Uh... been coping with it. So with it, how I cope with it was basically um, if I got, like, stressed out or anything, I would either color or um, spend time with my cat. Um, when I was at school, um, I would mainly hang out with friends. Um, or if I've had any issues with anybody, um, I would literally hang out with the teachers just for a little bit. Um, back in school, we used to go to, um, Luther college where we would have, um, swimming buddies. So we would go like to a gym or to go to the pool and we'd go swimming and we would have that every other, every other Monday we would spend time with the, we would have a Luther buddy. Um, and then for like in high school, it was really hard because I've had like a lot of people that would make fun of me. Um, that wouldn't sit by me, 
I've had someone that said, oh, hey, there's your girlfriend, and then gave me these fake numbers and literally just teased me. That's um, sad. But yeah. that was really hard. But with working-wise, um, we would um, we would actually have jobs during school where we would go out in the community. Um, I've worked at a, two different daycares, in high school, um, I've worked at a vet place. Um, I worked at a t-shirt design place, um, which they just, they accepted people with disabilities to help out, um, which was really neat. Um, and now working, I did work at a college. Um, they literally learned to accept people within disabilities, um, there would be some students that did have disabilities. Um, it's just amazing seeing how they would accept them. And now at Walmart, um, people don't really tell that I have it. Yeah. Um, but I think like the older people, they can tell and everything but they literally they like they respect me a lot yeah that's a good thing about like openly telling your job that you have a disability because then they they understand you and they they can work with it rather Mm -hmm. than keeping it from them so yeah it's 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 much more beneficial to tell your job all right so this is uh the first fun question so if you had one billion dollars, what would you do with it and why? I would probably either one go to Disney World to meet all the Disney characters, um, especially Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Um, she's like my idol. Um I would just love to see her actually in person. Nice. Um, and the second one would probably, I would have to say, I would probably buy, like, a lot of things of, like, the Backstreet Boy stuff. Nice. T-shirt twice. Um, probably even have your own private concert, huh? <laughs> yeah. Have my own, just have, like, a little, own little private little thing. Um or like uh, getting me like a whole bunch of celebrities or going to uh, Tennessee, uh, visiting, like visit my uncle and go play like laser tag all day with him. Nice. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right. So now here's the question I was telling you about earlier. So if you could talk to your government about anything that needs to be improved on, what would two subjects that are important to you in your eyes would need improvement? Um, one of them would be to make sure that um, group homes don't get closed down so people can be able to stay in their housing so they don't lose it. Um, and then the other thing would be um, making sure that 
they have the right staff to be there for them. Um, so that way they don't have like mean staff in a way, but kind of like also in a way like make sure like that staff has a good background. Correct. So that way they wouldn't steal from like the client. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, uh, I, I agree. Um, I was in foster care, adult foster care. So it was a step up from group, group home. Um, and, uh, yeah, my first one was really strict. And so I had to give 24 hour notice if I wanted to do something. And like, so what if like something on spur of the moment came up, I couldn't do anything. So it was like effed up. And then um, the second foster care I lived in, he was pretty lenient. He was really cool, but, like, he barely fed us. Like, he would lock the kitchen. He would give us this one big dinner meal at, at dinner. He would let us go in there for breakfast and get breakfast. But then, like, lunch is always iffy. If he's, like, around, we'd have lunch. But if he's not around, then we won't have lunch. So it's, like, it was just one of those weird things. And it, it was, there was a language barrier he was from uh, he spoke Swahili and he was from uh, Zimbabwe, so it's like it's just one of those things that it was. I mean, I liked him a lot. I still keep in contact with him a lot. It's just one of those things that it was just it was really hard. So um, now that I have my own place um, on in Highland Park, it's just it's I I use uh, Fraser, so Fraser is supportive living, so they have staff on site that come by and like check and see if my apartment's clean stuff like that which is nice but you know you get your own freedom now you don't have to like you know a report yeah. to somebody so it's kind of nice so i totally understand that the whole group home thing and like people respecting you not taking advantage of you taking your money stuff like that so i totally agree yeah all right so the next question if you could have someone sponsor you or play you in your own filmed biography, who would it be and why? I would have to say, um, I would have to say, um, Pumpkin from uh, Mama June. Um, I used to watch, I watched a lot of Mama June shows. Um, I nice. mainly liked just watching Pumpkin um, and how she would take care of her own sister. Um, she kind of like spoke to me in that way of just stepping up and taking care of herself. Yep. Even if her mom wasn't there or if her mom was just doing stuff or with a bad person. Um but I would totally have her play me in a film. Um, she's just, I love how she's just, she don't let nobody tear her down. Yep. She just, she's upbeat and she's always there for any family members. Or even though if she gets into a fight with someone that she don't like, but she always stands her ground. Cool, cool. So... Do you, uh, now this is more t geared towards you. Is there anything else you want the listeners to know about you or about what you do or anything? Um, 
used to I used to live in Iowa. Um, I had um, my uh, my real mom, who um, married my adopted dad that adopted me. Uh, my other dad didn't want nothing to do with me when I was little. Um, so he didn't want nothing to do with me. So then my mom's boyfriend, who she got engaged to, uh, married him. And he adopted me when I was three years old. Um, he was mainly there more for me. Uh, my mom would always go to work or she would always go out to the bars. Um, I have two siblings. Uh, my sister, who is now out of high school, graduated from college. She moved to Denver, uh, Colorado. She's working with people with disabilities, which is really awesome. Cool. Um, I have a little brother that's now 18 and is a senior. I mainly took care of him because um, my mom was never home. Um, he has ADHD autism and ODD so he was really hard to take care of and but I did it all by myself I mainly babysitted him um my mom could not deal with my disability um she would always postpone me pawn me off to my grandma um when I was little my grandma mainly took care of me because my mom had to work or she had school or she just wanted to hang out with guys and her friends so my grandma took care of me um then after that um my parents got a divorce um i during my senior year i moved to closer to decorah iowa um because that's where i went to school was decorah high school to finish off my senior year she wanted to move and i told her no that i want to stay i'm going to finish high school here which I did. Um, and then after that, I moved away from her. I couldn't deal with her stuff. I couldn't deal with, you know, babysitting my brother anymore. I wanted to be able to do stuff my own, hang out with friends. Um, yep. I got pregnant. I have a son that is adopted. He is seven. Yeah, seven years old. Um, his name is Jacob. Um, his dad, it was actually in one of my, in my ex letter stories. Um, his, he is no longer in, his dad is no in contact with him at all. Um, when he was just a baby, I was 19 when I had him. So I wanted to hang out with friends. Um. My mom, who constantly was with different guys, um, she did uh, she did drugs. It got into my son's system. Um, so I took the responsibility of getting hold of police officers. I basically, I saved my brother. I saved my son and I saved her ex's uh, two kids from it because I knew it wasn't safe for them. So then I moved to Minnesota for a little while, moved back to Iowa. 
I was homeless for a little bit. Um, and then I met my daughter's dad. Um, he took me in, gave me a home. Everything was really good there until it went all downhill. Um, and then I had my daughter. I was pregnant with my daughter. I moved back to Minnesota, lived on a farm um, with my real dad and my stepmom. Um, had my daughter. She's adopted by my aunt now, and she is five years old. Um, and then just been crazy lately because my mom, my real mom moved to Albuquerque, New, or Rio Rancho, New Mexico, um, just a lot of bad history with her, um, with the guy that she shouldn't be with, um, tried telling her, you know, and I told her, I think that a lot of the things from like with exes, with that story is kind of like, reminds me like of my mom, how she had so many exes. Yeah. Well, you know what? All my exes live in Texas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking of that song every single time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, like, when I think of that story, I literally, it's like, this is totally, this, stuff, this story definitely fits my mom. Exactly. So, uh, do you have any questions for me? Anything you want to ask me or any questions uh, about the interview or whatever? Um, how long have you done this? So, um, ironically, um, I started, what was it? My first episode was about six weeks ago, seven weeks, maybe two months ago. So, I mean, I started like September-ish, I think. Um... Uh, my first episode was probably the first week of October, but like I got it all set up. I got the podcast ready. I got, I made a podcast announcement saying I'll be doing this, um, getting it out there. I just have to take some weeks to structure it, stuff like that. Um, so my first one, I believe was with Rachel, who, you know, Rachel Lieberman. So she was my first interviewee. And, um, she, uh, we did a, I think a 47 or 44 minute interview. I can't remember what it was. It was, it's pretty in depth. Um, and it was pretty cool getting to be, have her be the first, um, interviewee. She was actually, um, wanting to do, uh, be on my other podcast, which is, uh, the nature weird with Alex, um, who you might know, Alex Zhang. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know him, but he was an apprentice also. So, yep. yeah. So, um, anyway, um, so the thing was, I was trying to, uh, get him on, get her on that, but then it just didn't work out. So I, I had this podcast. I thought it would be a better fit for her, um, seeing that she works with, you know, Brian. And so I just said, you know what, let her be the first guest. And that's when it branched out. And the second one was 
Rachel McDonald's, and then her daughter was the third one, and then I've done another one after that. I can't remember. I think it was Bethany. I did I uh, Bethany Caitlin. I don't know if you know her, but she was a teacher for the Cow Tipping Press. Yeah. So um, she Beth is one of my teachers. Yeah. So Bethany, With I my apprentice. Yeah. So Bethany was um really a good one. Um, I I interviewed her. And then after that, um, you're the fifth one now, so you're number five. So, I'm trying to trying to get this out there, trying to like let people know about my podcast that it's for people or like people that help people with disabilities. So it's not just people that have disabilities that are on the podcast. It's you know networking too. So like people that like Brian or Rachel or Rachel's mom, you know, or uh, not Rachel's mom, Mary Ayate's mom, you know, who's a caretaker of a person with disabilities. Anybody that knows or works with people with disabilities or is disabled is all welcome uh, to be on this podcast. So I just thought, you know, I really want to get this started. Uh, Eventually, my goal is to be on the radio for like a two-hour segment to like kind of have like a talk show type thing um eventually and so i can get people out there to like get it on air but um at right now it's just a podcast and um so yeah it, it it's a fun thing I, it used to be a group uh where we used to meet um and it was like 20 people would come to the group and that was like two years ago and then it just stopped and uh, then COVID hit, and then I was like, you know what, I want to revamp this up. So I said, you know what, I want to make it into a podcast. That way people can join virtually. Rather than having to go meet in a group, I can have people meet virtually. And we can have, like, we. I have this uh, trilogy movie day that I do with a lot of my friends. That is through the Uniquely Us, where um, my friends that either have autism or other de- developmental disabilities, they come and we watch... Um, trilogies so we watched like back to the future we watched um avengers we watched um so yeah so like we watch all these movies where it's either a three or four set movie so Mm -hmm. yeah so if there's three or four movies in the set we start at like 11 and then we go to like 9 p.m and we just binge watch a trilogy or a saga and like just do it so yeah it's pretty cool. If I could, I totally like. I have like most of all the Avengers movie. If I could, just one day on my day off, I totally would just like watch them. Yeah. Oh. Yep. I love watching Avengers. Yeah, I've been a big fan of superheroes, so like just Avengers in general is like one of the best movies of all time. Um, I also like Justice League. Justice League's really good. Um, I just can't wait for the next one to come out. And so, yeah, I'm anxious to see what the Justice League, the second one, comes out, I think, next year or the year after. Um, So I'm really anxious to see that. They're just doing... Right now, they're working on the Flash movie. So it's just one of those things that I'm anxious to see that one, too. And then, yeah, I was really... I really liked the uh, Aquaman movie. It was really good, too. Loved Aquaman. So, you know, it's just one of those things that now they're doing the backstories about each person. 
So, like, Wonder Woman 84, I think, came out. Yeah. And so I I, want to see that as well. So it's, like, just one of those things that I'm just really anxious to kind of get out there and and see all this. So, yeah. I'm just also kind of curious at how they are, if they ever are going to do any other Avengers movies. Now, especially with the new Captain America Exactly, exactly. And yeah. I wanted to see how they do that, but I also want to see how they would do without the um, Black Panther anymore. Yeah. Uh, the original person passed yeah. away. Yeah. I was really sad when I heard that Chad Bradwick passed. I was like, Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking a minute, and then somebody said Black Panther, and I was just like, Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, it, like, I didn't even know he was suffering from that cancer, like, pancreatic cancer. I was like, damn. Yeah, he hit it so well. He did, and, like, he was such an, a charming and, like, positive person. I just seeing him, he was just really a nice guy. And um, so, I mean, yeah, it was, it was sad. And then, you know, yeah, it's it's sad to see that these people just keep passing, so... Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, one of the, if I, if any of my favorite celebrities would have like uh, cancer, it would hit me really hard. Yeah. Especially like. Um, Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Yeah, like she, she's a she. Uh, I've always joked about people that that she would be my future wife because my last name's Rorty, and I just mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be really cool. But no, um, like I've always like been a big fan of Shannon, like on Charmed and all that stuff, and just been a huge fan of hers. She's awesome. Um, and with the nine hundred two and O and all that stuff, it's just I've really been a big supporter of her. And now that her stage four cancer came back, I'm really scared that she's not gonna make it. And but I mean, it's just one of those things that you you see your favorite person. You think that they're like invincible and that you're you're they're like the best person, and then you hear that they pass, and it's just like ouch, you know. That's kind of like with um, Robin Williamson, um, seeing all of his movies and just how funny and hilarious. Yeah, he is. when he, and I actually made a poem. I'll send you his poem. I I actually okay. made a poem he's about just, him. He's awesome. Yeah. Like, when he passed, I made a really cool poem, and I think you'd really like it. I'll send it to you, to your, your email. Okay. But, yeah, it's really a pretty cool poem, and I think you'd like it. So, I might have to what? rewrite it, but I, I know I, I have it, and I can either scan it or send it to you, but, yeah. Okay. I know one of my favorite people, well, like, I like Zach Abron, Robert Patterson. Oh, yeah. But, like, for WWE-wise... If one of them had cancer or somebody was sick, if it was John Cena, it would hit the bricks hard. Yeah. Because John Cena is, like, my hero for, like, WWE. Yeah, yeah um, I like The Rock and, uh, what is it, uh, Randy Orton. I'm a big fan of Randy Orton. So, like, if they, yeah. even if they got it. And then, like, my favorite female wrestler is Alexa Bliss. So, it's like... She's awesome. Yeah. So, like, I'm a big fan of her, too. But, like, too. if any of them got it, like, that'd be really hard. Yeah. Um, thanks. Just seeing that. Um, I've actually gone 
to uh, WWE, I actually got to see the wrestlers nice. wrestle nice. Yeah, for, for this whole COVID thing. Yeah. Uh, it was mainly when John Cena was wrestling. Cool. So actually seeing him was like amazing. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm actually watching John Cena in person wrestle. Exactly. It's like adrenaline amazing. rush. It's just really cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, I got to see Selena Gomez in concert, too. And I was, like, literally in the 10th row. So I was, like, that close <laughs> to her. So, like, I was on the floor. And I was that not even that far from her. I could easily, like, just... Oh, it was so cool. And um, I was really, really happy that I was able to um, see her. So... I got to see, like, um, Lanco, Mitchell Tenpenny, Dustin Lynch, um, oh, um I got to see two more other, Chris Lane, um, and then another country singer. I got to see Taylor Swift for nice. the first time. I, I mean, it, it was okay. She only did, like, two country songs, and that was it. And then I was just like, oh, okay, well, this is, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what to think because yeah. I loved her as she was country because she had all those amazing country songs and then she yep. changed. Yep. And it was just like, I don't know who you are anymore. Exactly. The one person on my wish list to see in person before she gets too old and before she passes away is Reba McIntyre. Oh my god. Yeah. I definitely. Definitely. In person. Yeah. And the cool thing is I, I have a friend who got to meet her. Um she was she was actually my um my physical therapist. So she would her name was Megan Russian and she was able to actually meet her and stuff and it was really cool and so like I would so love to meet Reba and just like you know go to one of her concerts too she's, she's just really awesome she's awesome and she's funny like she has like I love her I love her I love her singing and I love how she's just so goofy yeah but she's outgoing and she's just did you amazing. see the country rewards like have you... yes I watched it it was funny somebody coughed and she's like uh we don't want to have that here. It's just really funny. Yeah. No. And she's just, she's amazing. And I loved uh, it how they did a memory of the country singer that passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how she did a song for him. And that, that right there just gave me the, it gave me the chills when I watched it. I was it was, like, yeah. Yeah. And then seeing um, Luke Holmes get so many rewards and everything. Yeah. He's, Awesome. If I could see, like, I literally write down, like, all the country songs, singers that I've seen already in person. And then, like, I would, like, look and see, okay, these are the ones that I need to see, I want to see next. So when there's confidence again, I am definitely want to see them. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Especially the older ones. Yeah, I was a big fan of uh, Toby Keith and uh, Randy Travis, too. Toby Keith and Randy Travis are like two of my favorites. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. Yo. 
But uh, anyway, uh, we're at the 30-minute mark, 31, well, almost the 32-minute mark. So uh, any last things you want to tell the listeners? Um, if people, um, just to let everybody know, um, if people out there make fun of you, of your disability, um, just tell them um, that you're just a regular person. You're just like them no matter what. Um, no matter what, even if you have a disability, um, you can even enter stuff into the fairs, even if they ask you, do you want to enter as a disability or as a regular person? Um, I've done it as a regular person and I got first prize for a diamond art that I did. Um, and then also just tell them if they say the R word to you, just say, um, respect and just tell them that spread the word to end the word so they don't spread it and they don't say it exactly yeah i was totally against that word too so um it's 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 not a very good word and uh but uh yeah thank you anna for participating in my uh podcast um everybody Feel free to subscribe, follow, listen, share, whatever you can do to get my word out of my podcast. Um, I want people to know that this is for them. That And if they're interested, I will post my email in the description where you can hit me up if you want to be an interviewee. Um, you can um, hit me up in my email and we can go from there. Um, and... Uh, I think it's uniquely us guild at gmail.com, but I'll it will be in the description. So anyway, uh thank you, Anna, for such a wonderful uh inspirational conversation. And um yeah, hopefully those country singers will be coming back here starting next year and we get to see them again. I don't think so. Yeah. I think once this COVID gets a little more under control and the vaccine comes out. I heard it's ninety percent effective, so I, I it should be pretty pretty uh pretty good once we get this virus under control. So it's just having to be accustomed to this whole new like routine with like having to stay away from people, not giving people hugs. Just oh, it's just yeah, it is. Especially since I'm a hugger, you know, I'm a hugger oh, I and I like I like, like hugging I, people. I, 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 I know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Danny Rorty signing out for Uniquely Us. Have a good day and please spread the word. I'm out. Bye, guys.